Support the Terrible Warriors today by visiting patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Today on the Terrible Warriors, oh, we've been teasing it for months and it's finally happening. Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew, oh, they're going to play bad guys. It's the Suicide Squad. Now, they're not the best, they're not the brightest, and they're not heroes. But when world peace hangs in the balance, these four supervillains will have the chance to die for their country. Now, this isn't a routine mission. This is a suicide squad. And they're not routine supervillains. They're the terrible warriors. Hey, terrible listeners. It's the Edmonton crew. We have returned for the single most anticipated game in our very, very short history. That's right, kids. Today, we're going to be bad guys. <laughs> oh, we're laughing. Yes, we're laughing. Maniacal laugh. <laughs> wow, that actually works when I when I do the Jeff Winger motion. <laughs> cool. Well, starting appropriately from my left, I'm joined with Will Mitchell, West Guy of the Four O Fours, Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit Forty Two, Cameron Dunn of Violet Bright Gaming. And today we're playing Suicide Squad. Look at my giant pack of notes, guys. Oh dear gosh. It's a giant pack, I assure you. Yeah, and it's very noteworthy. Oh, there we go. There's my adventure notes. As opposed to the full map of Belrev Prison that I have. <laughs> For no particular reason. Well, we are playing Suicide Squad. So, we're going to start out with a little bit of information. We're using a generic version of the DC Universe here. In part because the game we're playing today, DC Heroes 3rd Edition from Mayfair Games, was last published in 1993. And in the intervening 23 years, the DC Universe has changed a little. Important facts, we will not be using New 52, we are not using Sexy Waller, we are using good, classic, stout and stalwart Amanda Waller for this game. The one that looks like she can take a punch. The one who looks like she could knock someone down yeah. with one punch. Yes! And we'll play a little bit loosey-goosey with who may or may not be which superhero at what time. Now, all of our players are playing super criminals today. Some of them of various degrees of villainy, all of them of varying degrees of competence. And I think appropriately, we're going to start out with a little montage of actions to showcase each of them. Oh boy. And I think we're actually going to start with Shane Fitzgerald as Killer Watt. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, describe your character physically for us, Shane. Okay, well to start out... Um... <clears throat> uh, to start out, I just want to say that this character is, in fact, a loving tribute to one of our fellow Terrible Warriors on the Toronto crew, none other than Connell Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Terrawatts. <laughs> and, uh, basically, well, not only that, but you guys have seen Crank High Voltage, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I've seen both of them, Well, for good or ill, basically, for those who don't know... Jason Statham basically gets his heart replaced with a machine, which he has to keep charged up by electricity, and of course hijinks ensue. Every time I see that, I think, what if they use that concept for Electro? But we do not have Electro here, do we? No, this we is don't. Not Marvel. This we, is DC. We have Killer Watt. Yes, we have Killer Watt, who has basically taken the same technology and weaponized it into giant, and I'm going to say this loudly because we put it in all caps on my sheet, LIGHTNING GLOVES! Uh, just as a point of order, all caps items cannot be taken away from you in combat. Regular font items can be taken away from you in combat. Cool, that's the only thing I got. <laughs> well, once you put them on, they can't be taken away from you in combat. This is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> Although I do like the precedent of speaking them in all caps! Uh, yes! And I think we're going to start out because you're a brawler. You're a yes, fighter. I am. And we're just going to imagine you as looking like Jason Statham. Do you have a costume of some sort? Just regular ass clothes. With the giant electrical neon lightning gauntlets yeah. on. Well, to be fair, he basically has like a bunch of cybernetics 
sticking out of them all over the place. Just like so, you're very some of them uh, actually like plug the gloves yeah. into his arm. Some of well, them are just kind of there. Are they obvious like plugs, or are you like are you a cyborg more like cyborg, or are you a cyborg more like Mercy, uh, Lex Luthor's bodyguard, who it only turns out is a cyborg when her laser arm opens up. <laughs> um. Well, it's not as obvious as Cyborg. Like, if he was wearing a shirt, you wouldn't be able to see, like, his cybernetics. It basically just goes from, like, the torso, from the neck down to the stomach, because that's where all of his cybernetics is. It's basically his cardio system. Okay, so do you kind of, like, have metal circuits, like, tracing your cardio system kind of across your torso? More or less, yeah. And then, like, and then when you get to the gloves, there's, yeah. like, actual plugs and cords and stuff. That right, that are still that are still hidden if you wear, like, just a normal shirt over them, like, long sleeve shirt over them. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. And we're going to uh, set you, just to showcase that whole circuitry on the body, uh, you've got your shirt off, and you're in a fighting ring. We'll, call it, we'll say it's Metabrawl. <laughs> of course. Nice. And you are kicking the crap out of, hmm, I need a D-lister villain. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, wow. This What's is actually... one dragon martial arts guy in the Justice League cartoons that's always... I, 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 I know. Ooh, uh, the oh, Calendar Red... Man. Yeah. No, no, Calendar Man does not fight in Meta Brawl. <laughs> well, I, I think... This is why. Oh, no, um, El Diablo. El Diablo, yes. Yeah, yeah the, the, the random guy who just... Wears red pants, a red devil mask, and has flaming fists. Yeah, that's... Okay, sure. Uh, So, you know what? Let's roll the dice for the first time. Okay. Let's give you a punch over on El Diablo. All right, I'll use these nice orange trinity dice. dice. Okay. I'll just roll one at a time so we don't get confused. Well, it doesn't matter. It's not a percentile. You just... You literally just add them together. Oh, okay. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. So, what's your dex? My dex is nine. Okay, we're going to go to the acting value row of nine. We're going to say that his dex is also a nine. Eleven will hit. Awesome. What is your strength? My strength is eight. Eight. All right, let's say he has a body of six. You wallop him. <laughs> like he, uh, he does one of those funky ninja flip kicks at you. You duck out of the way, and you land a solid blow like right in his center of mass as you come up. <laughs> and he drops and he kind of falls over it. The fight's been going on for a little while at this point. Yeah. And he he's just kind of staying down and the you know the the lights come up, the bell dings and you know you're the uh you know the the winner of the match is Killer Watt. I'm just kind of looking down at El Diablo and just kind of put my foot like gently on his face and just go I just look at him and go, you picked the wrong fight tonight, mate. All right. And he, he kind of stays out as you start walking away. But as you're walking away from him, he starts getting a bit, he starts getting up. You're a little too far to close the distance before he's going to be fully on his feet. What do you do, Shane? You know exactly what you do. Oh, I'm frying the son of a bitch. Lightning bolt his ass. <laughs> Give me a lightning check. Okay, the same. Uh, no, you're actually going to be rolling the lightning. Uh, so you're uh, lightning of eight. Just roll 2d10. Oh, right. Remember, this entire game runs off two dice. Mm-hmm. 12? 12, yeah. Fantastic. You hit him, and lightning blasts out of your gloves. Is it like weird colored lightning, or is it just like blue and white? Just like general blue and white. Okay. And you just smack him across the ring, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> and since we're just kind of doing this movie style, just across the screen, killer watt. <laughs> wait, 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 before we get to that point Yeah Just because this is the way the character is When he's when he zaps El Diablo and he goes down He just walks right up to him Gets on a knee and just starts pounding his face And like screaming at him Oh, blood starts <laughs> like then, killer watch him <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you start beating the shit out of him Blood splatters across the uh, the mat Yes Killer Watt. Edgy. <laughs> yeah. But I think next that's we're... Uh, that's how he rolls. We're, we're going to go to Cam. Cam, tell us about your character. T- t- what does he look like? What's his name? Um, He is Ian Flux. He is a stage magician. Um, he... I don't know. He wears a leather trench coat. 
no shirt, uh, stupid, like, you know, those rave pants. You kept describing him to us as looking like Chris Angel. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, you were committing crime. Now, your character doesn't have any actual superpowers, does he, Cam? What do you have, though? Uh, skills. A lot of skills. <laughs> and so you're, um, let's say you're you're holding up a bank. You've got uh, you got a couple like carnival strongmen who are relieving people of their wares. How are you holding that whole crowd in check, though? Um. With a stunning degree of prowess of some sort, perhaps? Maybe I'm like... Well, no, like, maybe I am literally holding up some of the, like, tellers. Just having them float. Uh Okay, (laughs) sure. Uh, You know what? Let's uh, call that uh, Um, deception. Give me a thief check on it. Just 2d10. 10? How much thief do you have? Uh, 10. 10. Easily accomplished. And, you know, you've got... Um, and, you know, the light just changes just slightly to show that you've got, actually got them, like, suspended by wires that have been... That, you know, just subtly drop from, like, the ceiling. You've got it all carefully set up. Those are, like, holograms or something. No, uh, not even necessarily... You know, it's stage magic. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is actually weaponized stage magic. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have any kind of monologue with this? Um... Just start screaming mind freak. <laughs> 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 we missed you, Wes. <laughs> but like, <laughs> lasers and feelings. Mind freak. Just like I don't know, like brain brain. <laughs> brain brain. <laughs> Yes. I don't know what he's doing by Chris Angel. Uh, <laughs> I'm evil. I'm not that evil. <laughs> um, and then your luck takes a turn for the not so good. Um, <coughs> there is just this blast of red lightning. It just zigzags through the entire bank. And you just see people fly, uh, just like goons fly, go flying. And then there's this one perfect crystal clear moment where it's like time stood still and you just saw exactly how it was happening as the flash lands a punch right on your jaw and just keeps going and exits the bank (laughs) as you slam into a wall. That's the perfect moment for his name to come. <laughs> Ian Flux. <laughs> Imagine like that's a shot with like the one tooth fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the one defining moment of Cam's character when, he, when we were discussing it. He's like, "Can I be punched out by the Flash?" <laughs> yes, yes, you can. <laughs> Damn it, Barry. I wanted to be mistaken as one of the rogue galleries. <laughs> <laughs> don't really tougher than that. That was really too easy. Oh, it's just some schlub with, like, stage magic. Oh, Damn it, Barry. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to... Uh, let's go to... Like, yeah. I know he said we're not using that, but he's just like, um... Flashpoint 2! <laughs> <laughs> Let's just mix in the TV DC universe too, it's as is it. necessary. Um, it's the CW. They just love the attention. <laughs> Not that they don't deserve it. Will, <laughs> tell us about your character. So, the gentleman that I'm playing uh, is... Uh, a reasonably tall fellow with a, a very nice, sort of well-kept hairdo. Um, a kind of a, a, a right on the cusp between mousy brown and dirty blonde. Um, he's got nice green eyes uh, and, and a friendly, trustworthy face. Um, he's got a slightly tan complexion and a beautiful white smile. Um, and he's walking in a room. Uh, it's... It's a fairly, fairly uh, a well-lit space, a lot of nice, rich, dark wood. He's pacing back and forth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I understand that many times people have said that there is nothing new under the sun. Well, I'm here to tell you that 
in this particular case, those very wise people are very wrong. Because what I was doing with that death ray was in fact not copyright infringement of anything that the plaintiff might have claimed. Oh no, but in fact a loving tribute to a previous death ray that was destroyed as seen in Exhibit A, The People vs. Superman. Now, I understand why one may be hesitant, but... If you side with the defense, I will give you not one, not two, but three of your very own robotic dogs to take home to your family. Uh, and then it, the camera kind of pulls back, and it's this very, totally just blank look on the entire on the face of the jury, on the face of the prosecution. The judge just looks at you, it's just like gavel comes down, it's like bailiffs, get him out of my courtroom. Remember, for all your for all your super science needs, trust the best brand, Max Brand. If I just cut Max Brand. Yeah, big like boom, marquee, <laughs> sort of cut out around his face as the bailiffs pull him away, thumbs up, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there has not been a single solitary moment in the entire time I've known you where you haven't put a smile on my face. Aw, thanks. (laughs) Pretty good. That was amazing. Wes, your job is to top that. Well, that's a a tough act to follow. As we uh, crawl into this dark, seedy-looking alleyway, probably in somewhere like Gotham or Bloodhaven. Yeah, like, like... The worst alleyway you could possibly ever... Like, Hell's Kitchen-esque, you know, like... Yeah. Crime alley. Yeah, Cry, yeah, yeah crime, crime alley. Right. Or, like, Suicide Slum in Metropolis. Yeah. Or you come like across that. in the, in the just dark of the shadows. The, the dark of the shadows of this place. You come across this man that looks like a vermin supreme and bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. Had a love child. <laughs> well, so you got, like, the giant, giant glasses. glasses oh. And, like, the food on the head... <laughs> Like my I, a long flowing cloak made out of what looks to appear to be stitched together, well moldy like garbage bags and like like bad yes yeah Ugh. you know and carrying like you know like this like one looks like a soup ladle or no no not a soup ladle uh, <laughs> the ladle must <laughs> always <laughs> appear that's true we'll go with the ladle we'll go with the ladle and then like on his back is a, is a small trash can that he's like strapped to it and it's overfilling with stuff and he's screaming go my Jedi go and destroy the soup kitchen and bring me the morsels that they denied to me and then I thought we'll go to the blood bank and we'll go get some cookies <laughs> and they're just pulling themselves out of the garbage are what can only be called trash elementals. Um, just these animate garbage constructs hauling themselves across the street. Uh, and just as they get about to the middle of the street, something <coughs> lands on them. And just there's this great cloud of smoke. And as it clears away, there's a man. And he's built like a, like a <coughs> professional bodybuilder. He's huge. He's bright blue. Horns ripple out of his head, and he's carrying a trident. It's Blue Devil. Um, And uh, he just takes a swipe at a couple of them. Um, A man in a black bodysuit with a big cloak around him and chainmail lands, slices another two in half. Um... Uh, another one gets ripped apart by a man dressed entirely in a cloak of rags. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman and a chimp standing off to the side. And the chimp has a bubble pipe and is wearing a suit. And the woman is dressed all in green. And the chimp looks to her. I really cannot believe that this is what our day job in- comprises. That this is our day job, Enchantress. I, I just... And he's just making motions at these garbage elementals as they just keep streaming across the street. <laughs> Go destroy like the like the cockroaches that run on my brain telling me to do. <laughs> and then it just freeze frame. Hobo man, sir. The hobo man. The hobo man, sir. Derek, yep. can I make a small request? Yeah. Can my character be carrying a popcorn maker so whenever these two go that I can just make popcorn and get and I can just... <laughs> I mean, if you could get a hold of some my popcorn, God. your gloves could just be a popcorn maker. <laughs> Electricity does create heat. Yeah. 
<laughs> now then. Apparently my, apparently my gloves are basically just like Frank West's new freaking exosuit in Dead Rising 4. You can just attach stuff to them and it has more powers. <laughs> um, That'll be for next time. <laughs> there are two additional members that we must highlight, however, for this. Oh, boy. There is a... Um, it's just dark, this room. It's obviously a museum. There's a case full of jewels. And slowly lowering down from the ceiling on a rope that's attached to his own suit is a man in what is obviously a weasel costume. It, it, it looks like just some weasel fursuit, essentially. Except it's been spray-painted silver. And attempts have been vaguely made to, look the, uh, to make the face look more like a wolf. Um, and he smashes the case. He he crawls down all like Mission Impossible style. Looks at the case, smashes it with his fist. <laughs> the alarms all go off. He's like, oh crap! I didn't. And as he's talking, the mouth isn't moving in time with him. It's obviously some kind of like exosuit. Um, and then as that goes wrong, uh, you can see the rope that he's got tied up. Phrase. And phrase, and then he falls on his face. And when he looks up, six guards all have guns pointed at him. <laughs> Silver Wolf. Um, in brackets, formerly the Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at my notes for the other... For the sixth member of your team. Uh, oh, yeah! That's right. And this one is just a very standard, just... Super Strength Punch-Out session. Uh, with some low-level leaguer. You know what? We'll call it Rocket Red. Uh, as you just see, Rocket Red goes flying across a forest, uh, lands, skits to a stop, pulls himself up, and this woman in... Um, we'll call it... She's essentially in, like, female, uh, female fury out, an, uh, outfit, comes striding out of it, knocks casually knocks over a tree... So kind of Big Barda, but not... N- uh, less built than Big Barda. Okay. Little Barda. Medium Barda. <laughs> Little Barda. Oh, okay. Economy-sized Barda. Uh, economy size would fit in with your power level Barda. Ah. <laughs> um, and she and Rocket Red are just going at it. Well, it cuts over to a road where her compatriots are hightailing it out of there in the getaway van. Like, Lillian, come on! Dude, she's not even paying attention anymore. Oh. Screw it, we've got the money, let's go! <laughs> uh, and then she gets in close to Rocket and he just unleashes all her we- all his weaponry onto her. Freeze frame, Lillian Warpath. Nice. I like it. And then it cuts to Bell Rev Correctional, which is- I want to describe Bell Rev for you for a moment. Just to understand how fucking desolate a place this is. Oh, yeah. It's in the middle of the swamps of Louisiana. It doesn't matter if you escape. You have nowhere to run to. You have a hundred miles of empty by of empty gator-infested bayou, where the only people you're going to run into are crazy hilljack Cajuns who would shoot you as soon as look at you. And maybe swamp thing. And maybe Swamp Thing. Imagine Deliverance. That's their extra security system around this prison. Oh yeah, pretty much. Why did you say Imagine Deliverance after I said Swamp Thing? Well, and here's actually a picture of it. It's actually suspended above the ground, so there are only four main pillars going in. On account of all the swamp. On account of all the swamp. Uh, And in the middle of it, there's like a helicopter landing strip uh, in that like middle... um, like, a built above the prison yard, essentially. Mm-hmm. Where pretty much all the prison transport is actually done. I think you know what I want to say now. Which is? Just said it was daft to build a prison in the swamp. <laughs> but I built it all the same just to show them. <laughs> well, they did. And they showed them. And it's just Bell Rev Correctional Facility. <laughs> and it cuts through each of the four of you and your two NPC companions... Um, in your cells. Now, it's most notable that um, Max Brand is in the lowest security level on account of the fact that he has no powers. 
And I'm largely here as a complicated scheme to avoid being sued into oblivion by LexCorp. Uh, <laughs> the IRS got me first. <laughs> and you are in the prison yard right now selling, let's say, cigarettes. Or something for cigarettes. Oh, okay, great. <clears throat> now, friends, has this ever happened to you? You've used all of your paper and toiletries to make some high-quality shanks. Well, don't worry, because Max Brand has a solution. <laughs> Yes, my friends, that's right. You, too, can use your outer epidermis as he, like, scratches off some skin flakes, mixed in with the proprietary blend of items from the confectionery, and he has, like, the bottom of a Coke bottle that he's, like, mixing some stuff in, and as little as two to four hours, come with me, and he, like, TV show style, like, walks over to the <laughs> stuff he prepared earlier in the day. You, too, can make a fine, perfectly smokable... Cigarette wrap, and he hand rolls a cigarette. Would anyone care to try one? And, like, a guy who's literally a plant monster, like, a literal plant in the audience, goes, I will. Yeah, J- Jason Woodrow. Yeah. Um, and he gives it to him, and he... I would have said the Floronic Man. That is the Floronic Man. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, he lights up and goes, why, that's amazing, he says terribly. Um, isn't it, though? Yes, my friends, if you act now, which is to say before the guards come, I, for a very, very low price... And we're going to cut away from you at that point. Yeah. Um, to uh, what is essentially a Hannibal Lecter cell that they've stuck Cam here in on account of the fact that he breaks out of everything else? And you basically have an empty cell... With, like, a bed with no sheets on it. Uh, that's literally just a foam mattress over in a corner. And, you know, the warden's talking to you. Now, Mr. Flux, we did have to confiscate your bed frame after you managed to make it and your sheets into an improvised escape attempt that almost allowed you and 27 other prisoners to get away scot-free. So how I imagine, like, a cut, and it's like, like the spruce goose, but, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not even that. It, it cuts to, like, a freeze frame of this super improvised, essentially, like, stage magic act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you have anything to say for yourself, Mr. Flux? <laughs> well, if you would like... If you want to just hold that uh, foam mattress there, I can... <laughs> uh, just... I can come out there and talk to you face to face. You can't even contain this. It's just like, oh my. I just, I, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this is the crew. Because I, I imagine they have me like Hannibal Lecter style, but like tied, like hanging from the roof. Like, <laughs> like you're midway through an escape attack. Escape yeah. <laughs> you know what? Do you want to give me a. Uh, a thief check to, uh, for your escape artistry. Oh my God. Uh, that's eleven. That'll do it. And you basically you just wiggle out of the out of the straight jacket that they've got you in. All the damage the flash did actually made you better at being an escape artist. <laughs> well, I mean, all those steel reinf- and titanium reinforced joints. Uh, yeah, but I think all those joints also pop out now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna like uh, try and walk through the door. Like, through it? You don't have superpowers! <laughs> oh, um, please do it while screaming, Brain Freak! Brain Freak! <laughs> brain Freak! <laughs> it's better than shouting Brain Brain! <laughs> what, about, what about Brain Rave? <laughs> brain Rave! <laughs> 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 Ian Flux, Brain Rave! <laughs> Sorry, we're making so much fun of your character, Cam. It's all good. He was made to be made fun. <laughs> What's really, really kind of sad at that is you could actually survive in combat with Batman for a while. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just oh, want to think yeah. against Chris Angel. I just... Guy's a hack. <laughs> so I could add this to the things that you guys just irrationally hate on site is Chris Angel, cross-training... <laughs> Crossfit. <laughs> Your reaction to the Crossfit guys of Mutant City Blues. Uh, 
<laughs> the sad thing is, being in the military, I've done CrossFit. It's not, there's nothing technically wrong with it's it. It's technically who do CrossFit. Yeah. Technically, and I did a CrossFit football game <laughs> well, last week, but that's another story. But anyways. Would a 13K march in full gear count as CrossFit on some level? No. No, because that's just cardio. That's just, yeah, it's no, that's just army. <laughs> um, and you know what we'll, we'll cut away at that point and we'll go to um, Killer Watt is Killer Watt in another fight actually no um, I know I keep referencing other movies but uh, has everyone here seen Ricky O no. yeah no. a long time ago oh yeah, yeah well basically this movie. Ricky O is basically this old Asian movie that you can actually probably find the whole thing on YouTube now um, basically this in, basically this master martial artist is stuck in a prison and it's one of the goriest most violent movies it's out one there. that has a famous scene if I remember this is the same movie I remember where someone gets like cut in the midsection and he proceeds to take his own intestines and, and strangle, strangle Ricky some, with it yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa. It's, also it's, a scene oh, it's based on a manga yeah. actually. okay yeah, I've not yeah. seen this no kidding <laughs> yeah. anyway Shane continue um so basically in that movie he uh the prison that he's in is privately owned and like all the cells are overcrowded except for his. He's the only one in his cell. So I'm thinking it would be the same situation here. Basically, he's like just looking out the window, standing in the middle of the cell. And you actually, if you look closely enough, he's got a single cord running from his arm to an outlet because he needs yeah. some form of electricity keeping him, basically keeping yeah. his heart beating. Now, with that said, you, you've got to get your own adrenaline going sometimes. So you're probably taking a couple shots at the walls of your cell, and oh, there yeah, are actually, like, like, actually like fist prints into the concrete. Yeah, it's just like, I'll shadow box in every, in every so often just for the hell of it, I'll like punch the wall. Yeah. And but at this moment, I'm not doing that. No, okay. Just You're just standing, standing there, there charging the sad music in the background. <laughs> Wes? Um, seems like they've probably taken away all my magical goodies. Yeah, you're actually, you are also probably in solitary. Um, uh, every time a guard goes by, I try to tell him about, um, you know, the, the, the get out and vote and make sure actually, to go vote for <laughs> Ross Perot. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just going to say, if you're going to have, like, a guard check on me or something, then, like... The guard speaks up. You would just like put a finger up and just go. The info must show guys talking. <laughs> Beautiful. You could actually just keep faintly uh, hear him through the bars. Um, I'm thinking like his dynamic with the other with like the other people in, on the team is basically these are the only people in well, Belred that he would you, not kill. You haven't actually formally been hired onto the Suicide Squad yet, but you still know the info show guy. Yeah, because <laughs> the info show guy never shuts up. <laughs> also, I sold you the ferromagnetic bead for your cord, so you get cleaner, more pure power when you charge up. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, I basically, every time someone comes by, I, I'm trying to get them to vote for Ross well, Perot. Um, <laughs> so you're in, like, your solitary cell, and there are, there are, like, hex marks and stuff carved into the doors to prevent you from magicking your way out. Mm-hmm. And sitting outside of your cell is your therapist. Oh, God. <laughs> No, 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 you, you gotta understand. You gotta vote for Ross Perot. He's the only chance the Republican Party has. And why do you... Why do you identify so strongly with the Republican Party? I don't! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a Harley Quinn bag lady. Yeah, I'm realizing that now. <laughs> this is also somehow still better than Wes's original concept. <laughs> well, what was you, you were the garbage power armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> garbage Tony Stark is what I wanted to do. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, wow, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm a libertarian. <laughs> And your number number five, Silver Wolf, aka the Weasel, is just pushing a laundry cart along, and it just it cuts to this very quiet scene. It just the laundry cart keeps being pushed along. Little note beha- beside his head, just with his name on it. He keeps pushing the laundry cart. Cut to next scene, <laughs> um, and it's just Lillian Warpath in the middle of a essentially like cafeteria riot. 
boy. Uh, the, then the guards like come in with the shield and the and the batons and the shot cannon. Yeah. Because it's Bell Rev and half the people have superpowers. <laughs> the other half wish they had superpowers. Yeah. And then it cuts to well, a man in a I think he's a Marine Corps. Uh, in like a US Marine Corps dress uniform. Um and as he walks by, just reads his name tag uh just he's in bar show he's a colonel. Name play. Will is literally sitting in the corner, <laughs> huge grin, just clapping, just like slamming his hands together. Flag. Yeah. He enters into the um the courtyard. He doesn't have any guards with him, but every prisoner who even looks at him gets out of the way. Even the ones who obvi- who have superpowers, even if they don't have any kind of restraining devices on them, they get the hell out of his way. And a, a moment after he walks in to your little performance, five guards come in after him. He points at you. I'll take him. Ah, that'll be five easy payments of nine ninety five. Your buddy. Will, what's your dex? Uh, not good enough to avoid this punch. Uh, four. Let me just quickly uh, consult his stats. Because the great thing about this game is I didn't have to actually write any stats for the NPCs. I just got to pull them all out of a source book. And, ooh, I pointed that sheet in the wrong direction. I didn't see nothing. Good. You <laughs> might, otherwise, you might have seen something that might have been coming your way. Is it Rick Flag's fist? <laughs> well, that too. Uh, so it's comparing an eight to your four. Oh, Jesus. This is, oh, is going to get messy. Uh, yeah, so he didn't need to roll that 14. Great. Uh, dum. how much body do you have, Will? Not a lot. Uh, right now, four. Great, lose three of it. And I'm knocked out. Okay. You're not knocked out. But you aren't knocked out until you hit zero, and you aren't dead until you hit negative your number. Oh, great. Uh, no, you have a, you have one body point left now. Yeah. Um, and he, he just sucker punches you. <laughs> On your feet, convict. Up he comes. Yes, the, sir. <laughs> take him. And the guards grab you each under one arm and lead you away. And some some idiot guy's just like, Hey, man, what about my smokes? <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, next, we'll, uh, we'll go over to Shane's cell. You're still just standing there. What are you just... Are you just wearing, like, your boxer shorts or something like that as you stare out the window? No, no, I'm just wearing pants. Okay, just just pants, no shirt on. Right. Plugged into an outlet. Uh, you hear the cell door open up. Wait. Okay, keep going, keep going. Yeah. You hear the cell door open up. There are, pe- there are obviously people behind you. Okay. Uh, we discussed this before when we started making these characters a while ago. Um... I want to snap around and get one of the get one of the guards that comes in behind me in a headlock. Give me a roll. Okay. Uh, ten. And what's your dex? Dex is nine. Okay, and so you have a dex of nine versus his, and you rolled a ten. Yes. Okay, so that's two column shifts. What's your strength? Eight. Okay, yeah, easily done. You snap around with almost superhuman speed and wrap one of the guards in a uh, in a headlock. You're squeezing him. Here's the thing: you're so super strong, you could break this guy's neck with zero effort. Okay. And when you turn around, you see um, the Marine Colonel and about four other guards, and the guard you currently have in a headlock, and all the guards are starting to go for their weapons. Okay, I just. I'm not concerned with any of them. I'm just focusing on the guard that I've got a headlock on, and I just, I just speak right into his ear. Free advice for you, my son. Think of the last time you had some really good sex. It'll distract you from the bone-chilling snap. Is this the thing I was telling you about? Yeah, yeah. Just you, you might want to lean in a little when you speak quietly there. Yeah, sorry. Um, and he's. He can't breathe. Like, you, you're basically choking off his airflow. I loosen the grip a little bit. 
please don't kill me. You're not remembering. <laughs> I, 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 I am remembering your thing. Really, you're still gonna, you're still gonna stick with that. Stuff? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, no, he's well. He's you didn't tell him to tell you anything though, and you've oh, you've obviously gotten him in a very intimidating position. The man, the marine colonel. Okay, he stops. Okay, he stops for a second. You have had sex, yes? Yes. Okay, you don't remember what's happening. No, I, I, I do remember your. Okay, fine. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, and he lets him go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I should have given you points on that one. Basically, my idea was for uh, Killer Watt to have a very odd code of conduct where he will not outright intentionally kill a virgin. You are so weird. I know. <laughs> um, I'm not going to judge. I'm playing the whole answer. <laughs> Marine Colonel looks at you. Colonel Rick Flag. I really hope he's actually a Marine, otherwise I'm going to look real stupid. He's either Army or Marines, and I can't remember which, but there's a 99% chance that he's probably a Marine. Either that or like a Green Beret or Delta Force or something in, like that. In, on this Earth, whatever number it is. We'll call him a Marine. Yeah. Yeah. You about done? Yes, sir. Good. I'll take him. And the... The guards, uh, you are shackled with, like, multiple sets, you know. Of course. Feet, arms, your feet and arms together. The shackles have little lights on the side because they're, like, gravity dampeners or something like that. So, you know, it takes all of your super strength just to be able to walk with them. Mm-hmm. Let, let alone fight. Yeah. Like, Killerwad loves a good fight, but he's not stupid. Yeah. He knows not to mess with a Marine that's basically going to offer him some kind of work. Looks like. Then we'll go to the hobo man. The hobo man, sir. <laughs> and before you go, before he goes down the hallway, Flag actually consults a list, <laughs> and he just looks at it, and he winces. I'm suddenly realizing that there's probably going to be some kind of online petition for this to be our long form game. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. I, see, I, actually, after this game, I'm out of game concepts, and that's when we're going to start putting up uh, the um, the full survey online for possible Edmonton games. Yeah. We just had to get this one out of the way first. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, some of us have ideas of our own. It's true. Ringing hands, ringing hands. Well, let's hands. do this one. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's focus that. Anyway, and he walks down with the guards, just as your psychiatrist gets up to leave. If they only can see the face I'm making now. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good, It's a good enough face. They can probably hear it. <laughs> so you're in your cell staring at them. Our first video podcast is going to be just amazing. Yeah. yeah. So the, so the, they come to the door. I can't do any magic yet. Pardon? I oh. can't do any magic at all. There's no garbage. Oh, it's true. It's everything prison, is everything. Uh, well, your telekinesis yeah. in your force field don't require garbage, but your cell has, like, warding spells mm-hmm. and stuff on it. No, if they open the door, is, do they break the warding spell? You don't know. Well, I'm going to try and find out. <laughs> okay, so you're just, you're just going to play quiet? Mm-hmm. Hmm. They open the door? I try and pants the big uh, marine with my telekinesis. <laughs> roll to, give me a roll. Uh, that's a 12. Okay. Um, so you, you, you make your magic gesture at him all flippity gibbet? Yep. <laughs> Nothing happens? <laughs> Nothing happens. He's <laughs> just going to keep making noises. <laughs> okay, this is barely enough. Um, he roundhouse kicks you in the head. <laughs> and you get slammed against the wall. They pull a black bag over your head. Uh, they zip tie it around the neck. Yo, you fuckers. Yo, this has happened to me three times before. You think this is new to me? I'm not going back to bum fights. Uh, then you get an injection and it all goes black. Just before you you, uh, uh, you kind of fade out. I'll take them. Uh, then the other two are collected in fairly standard easy manners. And then Cam... You have actually managed to get out of to get out of your cell again, <laughs> forming a lockpick only of your own hair. <laughs> uh, that you have somehow managed to jiggle the electronic lock with, and just as the door's sliding open, you look up, 
Five yards. Rick Flag. <laughs> um, just scream brain freak. <laughs> <laughs> brain run! <laughs> Actually, just change it every time. Brain something. <laughs> I'm still coming up with my super villain gimmick. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, uh, is it time for my show? <laughs> Yeah, convict. I think it actually is. <laughs> and then he just he he literally just punches you in the face to knock you out. Because really, any restraints they put you in are kind of pointless. Yeah, I feel it's I worth was... noting that Cam came to this game wearing a Steven Universe shirt. It's true. <laughs> Hilariously, he does not have force field powers. No, well, I have the force field powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have come in real useful one supersonic punch ago. Yeah. I really would have. Um, you all wake up. Um, having been dragged off, you were drugged, and you all wake up uh, along with... Uh, you have all been... You, you all actually wake up in your costumes. Uh, not with your gear, but just in, like, your, your basic costume. I feel really sorry for whoever had to Except on. for you. <laughs> Actually, no, no, screw it. You'll just you'll wake up in your uh, in your orange prison jumpsuits. Yeah, that's, that's probably safer. Yeah. yeah. They thought about doing it. They're like, wait a minute, we'd have to undress Hobo Mancer. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> and if he doesn't, if we don't do it to him, then it does, the shtick doesn't work with everyone else. <laughs> to be fair, however, Hobo Mancer does have the insta change advantage and can put on his costume whenever I think he wants. I that he doesn't. They, they couldn't figure out how his magic boot worked. <laughs> <laughs> magic boot. We, can't, we can't make the boot stay on his head. Yeah, it doesn't stay on his head. It's not just any old boot. It has to be his magic boot. Yeah. Um, you all wake up. The room I'm is... Th- I'm just thinking, Colonel, do you want them all in costume? Yes. Get the hose. <laughs> uh, you all wake up in a room. And it's the four of you... Plus Lillian Warpath and Silver Wolf, aka the Weasel. He has a name. He has an actual real name, and I feel like on some level I should actually look it up. On the other hand, it's also that I just don't care. The Weasel. No, apparently when I printed out his sheet, it cut off. It actually. Oh, John Monroe. John. Yeah, it's better to what call him. What is about DC like uh, mundane names? Being like, "Well, they need a mundane name. Well, let's get this mundane as possible." Clark, Kent, <clears throat> Bruce Wayne. Uh, um, you you look at a bit of an ache in your neck. You know, a little feels like you slept on it bad. And a woman walks into the room. Uh, you've never actually seen Amanda Waller before, but she is she's about five six. Um, black where uh, black woman, short cut hair. Wearing a the the sharpest and most shoulder patty of business suits, <laughs> um, built like a wall, um, and she's just and behind her is Colonel Flag, and she's just waiting for you to wake up. Would a fair general description basically be the animated version from Justice League? Yes, yeah. um, and I want you all to just imagine her be imagine when I voice Amanda Waller, it's actually CC Pounder. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's how I always imagine your voice, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Derek, I always imagine you as talking like a middle-aged black woman. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I do voices. Good, you're all awake. My name is Amanda Waller, and I'm here to offer you an opportunity... I do love a good option. Shut up. <laughs> I'm putting together... I run a covert operations force called Task Force X. You guys have heard of Task Force X before. More in, like, urban uh, urban like legends and rumors. They also call it the Suicide Squad. Mm. Here's how this is going to work. You work for me. I send you on missions. If you complete them successfully, we take time off your sentence. You sign up for five years and you go free. You'll also enjoy other comforts while you're incarcerated. While you were asleep, we implanted nanite bombs in your necks. 
You go off mission, the bombs explode. You get captured, the bombs explode. You try to escape, the bombs explode. My barista spells my name wrong at Starbucks, the bombs explode. Am I clear? Yes. Uh, this is Shane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something actually occurred to me on the way over here. Can my character actually absorb the electricity no. from the... Damn it! <laughs> of course not. <laughs> they have been designed with people like you in mind. That's actually fairly smart. They've been designed with people like you in mind. People like the Riddler in mind. People who have actual, legit, major league superpowers in mind. I think I can bench six and a half tons. That's pretty legit, dude. It is pretty legit. <laughs> there have been some really heavy hitters. You just gave it to me. <laughs> but there have been some very heavy hitters. On yes. Line. They've had people like Simon on this team. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I suppose we have to act fast, so I'll take it. Good. Does anyone have any problems with this? I already got cockroaches crawling in my brain. What's one more piece of junk? <laughs> I just realized your character's old man McGucket. A way to deal with Bill Cipher for superpowers. And look where it got me now. Woohoo! Genuine frontier <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> okay. Don't know if I want to go out with a bang. Good to hear. And Silverwolf, however, stands up. He's like, no way, man. No way. You know what? It's way better if I stay here. You can't make me do this. This is unconstitutional. I have rights. I may be a prisoner, but I have rights. She looks at him and she says, okay. You don't want to be with us? Fine. There's the door. He's like, yeah. You know what? I can stand with this. Well, my lawyer... I'm going to talk to my lawyer. And he st- did, did, did you read the terms and condition? As he steps out the door, <laughs> there is a pop. You don't, we're, the camera's not going to watch his body. It's going to watch his head as it arcs up, hits the ground, and rolls in your general direction. Yay! <laughs> I can never get them to arc like that. That's very impressive. <laughs> when Killer Watt sees that Looks around the room at all these other guys. <laughs> it's like, I'm so dead. <laughs> no, no. And starts laughing out loud, primarily at Waller. <laughs> are you fucking kidding? How fucked are you that you picked this room? I understand me, and I understand the big bitch over there. Watch it, small fry. Uh, L- Lillian Warpath, who has like six Why? inches in uh, in height over you. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how good a choice of words that was. If I want to call you bitch, I will. I'm not oh, talking to this bitch right here. I pants him with telekinesis. <laughs> Give me a roll. Uh, that's 13. Uh, you know what? I'm going to catch Shane unawares. Of course. Uh, what's your telekinesis rating? <laughs> Five. Shane, your dex is a... You know what? You just made it. Um, Shane, your pants fall down. Wow, what a mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Flux, safe from anyone who could possibly tell Chris Angel about him. Wow, what a mind freak. Wow, that really does feel good to say. Um... Thanks for cutting the dick off of my moment there. Yeah. <laughs> she laughs. Small man, I was born an apocalypse. I eat pain for breakfast. And you know what? That would go down really well with some of the fine pruno that I can make. Let's Wally looks break. at you, shut up. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Both of you enough dick waving. If you're in on this mission, fine. Otherwise, there's the door, and you can join the weasel. And Flag's like, I thought he was calling himself. Excuse me, ma'am. I thought he was calling himself Silver Wolf now. And she looks at Flag. And I could paint shit gold, Rick, and it wouldn't be worth money. I, I've tried. The sad fact is he probably has. <laughs> she <laughs> is gold. It's magical components. 
if you're in, fine, follow me. And she leads you into another room. Your gear is all laid out on tables. Oh, I it's it's not all of Max Brand's gear. No, but... <laughs> just like a, a standard, like everyday carry. Yeah. Uh, once you're fully dressed, uh, you get assembled into a mission room, uh, briefing room. Boop. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, so... he just pulls the boot out of the air, pulls it on his head, and the cloak appears. Oh no no! I, if I can, sure. I think he gets the boot out of thin air. Goes to put it on his head, and as soon as it touches, an avalanche of garbage falls out of the boot magically and arranges itself into your costume. Right after you concluding the Ross Perot pin. Okay, so okay. I assume I get my lightning gauntlets. Yeah. Okay, I put them on, I kind of move the fingers around, I look over, weapons checked, I just have to hold on the balls. Now you're going to make you roll, you just you, you zap them a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, the record Walla, I can't promise I won't kill at least one of them for fun. Stay on mission. Fair enough. And she uh, she gets a pen and she starts putting stuff up on the screen. And this is when I get to read you the monologue. Um, so uh, the, the country I'm about to mention is located just east of Saudi Arabia. It's right along the uh, the Gulf. The government of Bialy has fallen into chaos after the former despot, Black Adam, decided to leave for parts unknown. The newly elected President Rashid has ostensibly begun unifying the country. However, CIA intelligence reports that elements of his government are working with a splinter faction of the criminal organization Intergang to develop a new tech nerve gas. While it is likely that the gas's primary purpose is to be deployed against Bialy's nor- northern neighbor of Karak, if Intergang is involved, then it won't be long before it hits the black market. Your mission is in two parts. First, acquire information linking Bialyan officials to intergang in the weapon. Then infiltrate the Bialyan weapon facility, destroy the gas, the computers housing any information on it, and kill all of the scientists involved. This is a covert mission, and you are being deployed as... Uh, blah. I... Amanda Waller doesn't stumble. Derek does, because he wrote long, run-on sentences. <laughs> This is a covert mission, and you will be used as disposable assets here if necessary. You will, however, also likely be protecting American security. Luckily, there is a place to start. Queen Audrey of Kasnia is hosting a peace summit in support of increased diplomatic relations between Bialy and Karak at the United Nations. Infiltrate the peace summit and its attendant gala, locate the offices of the Bialy ambassador Pycon, and find evidence linking him to Intergang. If possible, find a way to question him and cement intelligence on the facility's location. We'll be bringing you in disguised as waiters and diplomatic aides. From there, you'll have to work on your own. Questions? I always want a new suit! Yeah, how are you going to disguise him? <laughs> yeah, I, was about, I was about to say, this is your group for infiltration. You were the only ones we could get our hands on. Kind of guess that on my own, thanks. Hmm. What do we know about this uh, Ambassador Pycon? Ambassador Pycon is a 15-year veteran of Bialyan civil service. Hmm. He served President Rashid. He managed to survive Black Adam's culling of most of their other civil servants. Hmm. And, as I said, we suspect him of having ties to intergang... More information will be provided in dossiers on your flight over. Excellent. His name is Pycon? Yes. You could make a Dragon Ball Z joke, but no one would get it. <clears throat> it's a name of one of our backers on Patreon. Support us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that's his job to plug things. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <clears throat> Uh, well, friends, the I don't really, I don't really see any possible need for us to dilly dally. Uh, let's act now. You are not making that up, catchphrase. <laughs> That's not a, our catchphrase. It's my catchphrase. If you want to use it, it's twenty five dollars a pop. Let's just get this the fuck over with. Doesn't have That's my catchphrase. So, as outlined, the mission will 
involves sneaking Wes in, uh, in in a side door once you have who properly. Says I, who says I have to go in? I have every intention of using spirit travel, my friend. Yep. I'll be nowhere near there. <laughs> in a dumpster out back, maybe. Yeah. Probably. That works too. Um, and thanks. also, eyes of the cat. Not a lot of urban animals inside the United well, Nations. Oh, there's gotta be flies. Okay, sh- well, yes, there are insects. Okay, well, define urban animals. Animals which survive primarily within an urban environment. Oh, like yeah. strays. Yeah. Cats, like dogs, cats, rats. Rats, mice, houseflies. Uh, okay. Yeah. You could theoretically use someone's seeing eye dog, I suppose. Yeah, service dogs. Ooh. But it's true, you also have spirit travel, and you can invisibly astrally project inside, because you have a bunch of Doctor Strange powers. Yeah, Although, I do imagine that when he astrally we projects, we can smell it. We already know from the Scion campaign that employing service dogs for assistance is... Helpful, helpful. yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Helpful, yes. <laughs> he went to the hot dog stand, yes. <laughs> because dog speaks in definitive statements, yes. <laughs> yes, they do. So, uh, we'll cut to you at the gala. Uh, you've all been done up. You have trays of canapes. Uh, you have, uh, like, uh, just, like, lapel radios. Um, so, wait, I'm just supposed to give these away? No, I mean, trust me, I give these away all the time. But, like, like, just give them away? Yes. <sighs> all right. You can do this, Max. And as you start to circulate, just as the gala is starting, and it's in the United Nations, um, which has a bunch of extra countries, as well as flags for Themyscira, Atlantis, um, etc., etc. Yeah. All, all the truly bizarre nations of the world, which somehow have ambassadors here. Oh, yeah. wow. Like the, like the gorilla nation from Africa? The gorilla grads from... No, no. The, <laughs> no, the gorilla city has not sent an ambassador to the UN. They don't recognize the UN. Well, the problem is that Kenya doesn't recognize Guerrilla Nation as being its own sovereign country. Ah, there you go. And so there's there's some diplomatic infighting there. Also, the fact that their premier representative to the world is, in fact, Guerrilla Grodd. <laughs> yeah. And when your population is only a few thousand, and one of them is the, is a big-name supervillain... Yeah. And as you walk in... <clears throat> Just looking around for the representative from Themyscira, who was both the most physically attractive and physically intimidating in the room. You do not see them. Um, Themyscira, well, they technically have a flag with the UN. They don't really have an ambassador. Technically, the ambassador is actually Wonder Woman. Technically, technically they do have an ambassador. She spends most of her time fighting supervillains. None of you have ever even seen her in person. I saw her reflected in a skyscraper once. <laughs> I mean, you've seen her on like video, on like the news and stuff, yeah. but you... I, I really don't want to tangle with someone who nope. like a punch, go punch for punch for Superman. That's that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as you're kind of um, floating around, um, there um, the lights really dim cool. and the spotlight on the stage, and Queen o- uh, Queen Audrey of Casnia stands up to the podium. Uh, she's a gorgeous woman, regal and far younger than you'd expect, just up, barely out of her 20s. Thank you all for coming. It is my hope that this summon will help further the cause of peace between two neighboring countries. Bialia and Korak have much to offer the world, more so if they are able to work together as allies rather than as foes. It is in the spirit of peace that I introduce a special guest for this event. My longtime friend, a hero of the Kaznian people, and a longtime proponent of disarmament and peace, oh, shit. Princess Diana of Themyscira, <laughs> or as you in the West better know her, Wonder Woman. And we're going to end the episode there. Call it! Oh, boy. <laughs> Clench! Yeah, I'm so hard. Oh, boy. There, there is actually a part of my notes that says, now allow players to shit themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Remember how I said I really didn't want to go against someone who go punch for punch for against Superman? I still really don't want to go against somebody who go punch so for punch for So let's not let her know we're even here. Yeah, exactly. She is an obstacle to be avoided, unless you guys really, really want to find out if you can tangle with the Princess of Peace. <laughs> yeah, Nobody no, on stage is in flux. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Do you have any superpowers? No. I'm still recovering for the last time I fought a guy with superpowers. But, but, but I've got moxie, guys. I've got a hell of a lot of moxie. This can't, can't even right now. Okay, so... 
That for the this, flash, ep- the Flash just got a quick shot on me, but not even Wonder Woman can handle the brain ray. Brain ray. Oh yeah, you think you you could fly? Well, so could I. I levitate three inches off the ground. <laughs> for the wedgie. I'm just imagining that the community G.I. Joe episode where Chang is uh, is an agent of Cobra and he duplicates himself is like, but you'll have to fight uh, all of me, but which of me is the real me? It's the middle one. It's the middle one. It's totally the middle one. (laughs) Shoot him in the knee. (laughs) So, anyway, on that cliffhanger, however, for Terrible Warriors, I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I've been your GM for this evening, and I'm joined with... Will Mitchell, Westcott, Cameron Come back next week when we find out how they resolve this tantalizing situation on another episode of Not-So-Super-Friends. seeing <laughs> <laughs> you. The Suicide Squad continues next Thursday and every Thursday this month as Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew continue to amaze you. But the Terrible Warriors also has episodes on Mondays, and on Monday we're running a different sort of campaign. It's called Dogs in the Vineyard. And our three dogs have a problem to solve. Now they usually have two kinds of problems. Problems that can be solved with words, and problems that can be solved with a bullet. And let's just say... When an evil sorcerer is rising up demons in town, sometimes talking isn't gonna work. And in two weeks' time, when Dogs the Vineyard has wrapped up, we're returning to Mike Don, the next chapter in Star Wars Embers of the Jedi. Follow the Terrible Warriors on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Check out the schedule at terriblewarriors.com for all the new stuff we've got planned for the new year. And as mentioned, you can support us on Patreon now at patreon.com slash Terrible Warriors. Today's Terrible Warriors and your Suicide Squad. We're Derek Burrow, Shane Fitzgerald, Will Mitchell, Wes Gunn, and Cameron Dunn. With special Patreon supporter cameo appearances by Lillian Warpath and Silverwolf. Rest in peace, Silverwolf. Yes, you, too, can become an NPC who has their head blown off in a future Terrible Warrior episode by signing on for the rewards program at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors until we meet again. Thank you for listening and supporting, for reviewing and liking, telling your friends and playing games and just adding to the niceness in this world. We could all use a little happiness. And just for that, you're a terrible warrior. <laughs> <laughs>